shaping the culture. We talk both culture yeah. and theology. Hey, folks, is reading that Bible. We don't claim to have all the answers. I don't know how to wear this, but that doesn't stop us from having honest conversation. <laughs> what is up, everybody? We are here with another episode. Uh, we got a special guest with <laughs> us today. I'm really excited about this brother. Uh, really humbled that you would join us today. Man, uh, humble that you have me. Man, it's a privilege for us. I was like yeah. sharing with you off camera, but. Uh, watch like all your stuff on YouTube Dope. and you've just been a source of encouragement uh, you've just been somebody that has been challenging me um, on different fronts and so and inspires me on different uh, fronts as well and so it's a it's an honor for you to be here so thank Dope, you man appreciate it. thanks for having me man. yeah so for those who don't know you're an apologist you're a poet yeah uh, you're a speaker uh, you're a husband you're a father yeah uh, anything else I'm missing Man, do it all, bro. Want to be NBA star? <laughs> yeah, who with the local LA fitness every now and then? There you go. There you, everybody got to start somewhere, <laughs> right? Other than that, I'm just a, I'm just a disciple of mm. Jesus. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we have Preston Perry with us. In case you didn't know who I was talking about, yeah, and so let's just let's just get into. It. I think like the. The first question I want to ask is, I know for me personally, I have a lot of aspirations. There's a lot of things I want to accomplish in life. There's a lot yeah. of dreams I have. Um, but sometimes I feel like I'm a little too ambitious. Yeah. Or I got too much that I'm aiming for, too much I want to pursue. Yeah. Um, and why I get encouraged seeing you is it just seems like whatever you're good at or whatever uh, you're passionate about, you pursue. And you're not just pursuing these things, but you're doing it at a high level and you're doing it well. Yeah. And so I, one of the questions I just wanted to ask is... Um, how do you do it? Um, is that something that you would advise people to do if they have multiple dreams to pursue it all? Do you take it one step at a time? Uh, what does it look like to maximize some of the gifts that the Lord has given us for His glory? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think God calls us to, to um, go and do life. And as we do life, and, and in any way he's gifted us in to try to make disciples mm -hmm. in, that, in, that, in that lane. Mm -hmm. So I try not to overexert myself, which is doing a whole bunch of things, but I try to do everything in the season and I'm doing it well. Mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. I think that's what Jesus did. Yeah. Right? Jesus was a lot of things to a lot of people, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think that uh, one of the reasons why in his humanity, he didn't overexert himself is because as he went and did life, mm -hmm. he just, he just, you know, mm. use his giftings. Yeah. Well, I don't think he keeps call him God. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I just I think yeah. So like yeah. So when I do poetry uh, in the season, when I'm doing poetry. I just try to do it to the best of my abilities. Mm. When I'm out in the streets giving the gospel, I'm doing you know bold TV. I try to do it to the best of my ability. When I yeah. speak, I try to, do, try to do it to the best of my ability. When I'm doing my podcast with my wife, I try to do it to the best of my ability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, yeah, I, as I go. Uh, I just try to make disciples like Jesus as he went. He yeah. just tried to, you know, make disciples with however he could. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes it gets hard. I mean, yeah. I can't, can't front like it. It doesn't. Um, sometimes you can overexert yourself and mm. feel like you're doing you're doing too much. Even if you're doing it well, it mm. still can be a, a burden on, on you. Yeah. So I try to, you know, um, yeah, take my time and uh, yeah. say no to certain things. Mm -hmm. But me and my wife, we always try to keep things in perspective. I think uh, some years back, uh, we saw God showing us that we have three ministries, which mm -hmm. is our home first. Yeah. Um, you know, our local community second. Yeah. And then, you know, um, our public ministry third. Yeah. So we try to keep things in, pr in wow. perspective. Wow. Um, and 
Uh, as long as everything's in priority, I know I'm not doing too much. Wow. I know that's I'm really, I, that's when I know I'm, I'm truly doing it well. Yeah. When those priorities are in perspective. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Like just, just off of that, um, how do you fight to keep those priorities a priority? Um, because like from our end, you know, we see the third priority. Yes. And you guys are, it just seems like you guys are busy. Mm-hmm. There's like tours, speaking engagements, podcasts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, how do you fight to keep your home the first ministry and even your local church the second priority yeah um that's a good question uh local community mm. i think when i, I think it's a, such a blessing that when god saves us he doesn't save us like in isolation right? yeah he doesn't yeah. tell us to be an island he tell he saves us when in the confounds of a community yeah yeah um, with people who can who can look you know you know outside of your life and say you know what i see some 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 air here mm. Um, and I think one of the tragedies um, that a lot of Christian artists, speakers, public you know, ministers can do is um, have people on the weekends who follow them try mm-hmm. to confirm where they are in Christ. Yeah. When yeah. the Bible never tells us, tells us to do that. Yeah. Right? It's the reason right. why God calls us to a local community, yeah. people who can, who can say, you know what, I think you're doing a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think that you know, your, your children might be suffering a little, a little mm-hmm. much, or I think that you, you guys not dating enough mm-hmm. in your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you need to slow down, and I think that you need to serve your local community. So... I mean, uh, that's one of the things I I, I do. I'm, I'm actually a little more, more passionate about. Actually, uh, my YouTube channel was birthed out of me um, leading uh, a, a evangelism group mm. in my local community wow. in um, Chicago Legacy Church. Wow. Wow. Um, so um, my wife was like, "Yo, like we moved to Atlanta, uh, you need to just have a camera follow you." Mm. But all while I was, a, you know, a public poet. Mm. That's why I was a private evangelist. Mm. Mm. I, it never stopped, and I did more of that. Yeah, I did that Monday to Friday. Yeah, you know, I did poetry on the weekends. Yeah, so um, that's kind of how the YouTube channel. Started. That that's like encouraging because a lot of it didn't seem like you were pursuing a platform or you were pursuing like okay, how do I take this to the next level? You were taking what you were already doing faithfully behind closed doors yeah. and just putting a camera in front that's, of it. That's all. That's that's the. That's the um, the blessing of having a good wife. Because mm. I, I tell people all the time. I, th- I think I, I think I said it on the podcast not so long ago. I, if if it wasn't for Jackie, Bo, Bo TV never would have got started. Wow. Yeah. Because two years she kept saying you need a camera to follow you. <laughs> yeah. You know, because my wife she's publicly known, but she would never talk to Jehovah's Witness. Mm. Never. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. just not. I mean, some people are not just wired for, for that. that. Yeah. 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 But she was just like, yo, you need to you need to do it. So I finally took her advice and just. Did it. Okay, might as well just have a camera following me yeah. and start like a YouTube channel. Yeah, thank you, Jackie. We appreciate it. <laughs> That's all Jackie. Props to, props to her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Going into that, so um, my youth group, you know, we have discussions a couple times a month. Yeah. And when we first started it, I'm thinking the kind of questions we're going to get is, is it okay for me to go to prom? Is smoking weed a sin? Like these yeah. like things that we wrestled through when we were in their uh, their age. But as we started diving into some of the questions that they had for us, it was like, how do you defend your faith? What do you say to an atheist? Yeah. One kid is like, yo, there's this person in my class who's like mm. in the process of going from being a guy to a girl. Uh, how do I? Yeah, like the transgender movement, you know, like, what do I do with that? And I was like, I don't know if I'm prepared for this. You know, I, I was like, this is this a is great kind of- question. So I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at 13, 14, 15, they're thinking through what I started wrestling through in college. Oh, wow. You know? And so that's where Bold TV came in clutch for me. It's something that I was like, all right, let me show a couple of clips. So what I actually did a couple of Sundays is instead of 
uh, teaching the word, we just put you up on the screen. That's dope. We watched a couple episodes and then we had a discussion afterwards. That's dope. Um, so my question is, um, what I know you, the 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 behind the scenes is you were already doing it um, without a camera faithfully, but what gave you the burden to actually have the camera on you and share this with the rest of the world? That's a good question. I mean, um. So when I first became a Christian, mm-hmm. um, kind of like them, um, like, yeah. the, like the people at your church, the young people at your church, um, I, I became a Christian and I, I was encountered by Jehovah's Witness who, mm-hmm. who knew the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, had a conversa- yeah, we had a conversation <laughs> at this two-year vocational college that I was going, going to, yeah. and he asked a whole bunch of questions that I couldn't answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've always been the type of person who, um, not, I don't, I don't want to use the word bold by nature. I've I just never been afraid of confrontation. Mm. But I've always, I've always loved the challenge. Yeah. And so what I, what I did was it lit a fire under me. I was like, mm. okay, mm. I couldn't really defend a lot of the things that he said, mm. and I don't even know how it's wrong. Yeah, I just know it's wrong. Yeah, so I'm gonna true. go study. And yeah. I, we, we actually built a relationship for like a year and a half. Mm. And then by the end of the year. The first year, I, I was asking him questions. Wow. He couldn't answer. Wow. And I think that God used him to spark mm. a, a, just like this fire in me to defend the faith. Yeah. And um, so fast forward as, you know, years went on and I, you know, began more, became more seasoned in, in God and Christ. I, I just always engaged with other religions after that. Mm. I never, uh, I would see a Jehovah's Witness and I wouldn't avoid them. Mm. They would come to my door and I mm. wouldn't avoid them. Mm. I would, um, in Chicago, in my hometown, I used to go to open mics. I used to go to the Hebrew Israelites open mm. mics. Mm. And I would wow. do my poem, Jesus is God, Ooh. on purpose. Oh my goodness. Just to have conversations with them afterwards. Talk about bold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so we, crazy. We, we used to do that, like, uh, like literally, I went to this, um, this open mic, quick side story. Yeah, yeah. I went to this open mic in Chicago. It's like, um, Muslim slash Hebrew Israelites, yeah, and in some way, some weird way, they they kind of um, coexist in harmony. That's like one mm. of the only places where I see like Hebrew Israelites and Muslims kind of like, mm. and I think poetry, spoken word, kind of brought them together. Wow, wow. And um, I I came in and I did this poem called Jesus is God, and it goes, Jesus is God, and I dare you tell me otherwise. Mm. And then, <laughs> and then um, I was discipling this this dude from the hood named Darnell. He was yeah. he's like. 450 pounds wow. he's like a big dude wow. he used to be like a bodyguard for like wow. some of the Chicago rappers in, in Chicago oh, wow. yeah wow. so I took him and he freshly saved freshly off the street mm. still rough around <laughs> the edges so it's a line where I say um, I, the Allah you serve is short for all lies if all eyes is on Christ we see is no comparison to mm. <laughs> bars <laughs> that's crazy yeah and um uh, <laughs> and um uh, <laughs> And both. <laughs> and they they kind of like looked at me, were like, like they finna take my head off. And Darnell stood up. Anybody touch my man's, I'm taking your head off. I said, Oh my gosh. I had to stop the poem, Darnell. Yeah. Don't do that. That happened but in the middle of the poem. In the middle of the oh poem. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? That's when I wasn't, I was bold, but I wasn't asked why. Yeah. So I, I should have had him in that environment. Mm, mm. But yeah, I, I, that, I mean, it, it like lit a, a fire. Mm. It, you know, um, in me or whatever. To answer your question, fast forward a couple of years later. Yeah. I was like, man, I was on YouTube and I, you know, I love Ravi. Yeah. Um, and I love all of these apologies that I've learned from and, yeah. and studied and read. Um, but like the only person of color who I really mm. admired was kind of Ravi, mm. you know? Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. And I was like, man, I want, I want to see more people, um, who look like me, yeah. uh, passionate about defending the faith. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that's one aspect of so sharing good. the gospel that we that we miss. Yeah. Um, reaching yeah. out to people in other religions. So with that conviction, with that desire, along with my wife encouraging me. Yeah. To start like a you know she didn't even say YouTube channel. She was just like put it on Instagram, mm. do something, just yeah. do a ministry with this. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like okay cool. Uh, that's when I was like you know I'm gonna start Bold TV. Yeah. So that's dope. Yeah, I know representation is extremely important. It is. You know, it's I mean? really important. It's not really about. It's not. It's not merely a black and white issue. It's not. No. But but representation is is very important mm-hmm. uh, because if people never see other people in their particular context doing it, they don't know it's possible. Yeah. So I get emails and DMs all the time. Like, yo, I, I it blessed me so much. Like seeing black black dudes taking pictures with Mormons like yo President Harry thank you for inspiring me I just Mm. had this conversation with these two Mormons that blessed me yeah you know Um, so that's awesome yeah no I yeah it's a big deal I know like for me um, when I I went to a a private college and it was you know predominantly white and when I would go to chapel you know I didn't see many people like me I mean colored people one but Ethiopians zero Hmm. And uh, I graduated college. A few years later, they asked me to come back and speak at the chapel. Yeah, uh, and I was terrified. I couldn't sleep the night before. Wow, I couldn't eat. I was, and I, you know, I had to do some investigating. Like, why do I feel it? And partly it's because I felt like I wasn't good enough, and I felt like I wasn't good enough because I had never seen somebody like me do it. Yeah, and so it wasn't necessarily what I'm bringing to the table. It's who was bringing something to the table. Absolutely, you know. And that's, so that, that's that, good. That's why it's so encouraging to see you uh, defend the faith that's, and be somebody of color. That's yeah. encouraging. I'm keep doing it just because you said so. For sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, why do you think it's important to defend our faith? Why yeah. do you think it's important to be bold about our faith? Yeah. I think it's important, man, because um, I think it's in, it's important not to just know the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think it's equally important to know how to defend the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, because 1 Peter 3.15 tells us, um, it says, In your hearts are hearts, um, honor Christ the Lord is holy. And mm-hmm. it goes on to say, always being prepared to have a defense for anyone who asks you for the reason for the yeah. hope yeah. that is in you. And yeah. I think the key word in that scripture is for the hope yeah. that is in you yeah right um, so i think god in his wisdom knew that uh, being in this fallen sinful world that we're going to be skeptics that we're going to be people who, who, who are going to challenge us yeah uh but not just for the sake of our faith mm. um, not being shaken mm. right because somebody can I, i've met so many people who was uh, really firm and rooted in the faith and then somebody came and asked them three questions hmm. and completely destroyed their whole foundation. Wow. Wow. Right. So yeah. I think I think knowing why we believe what yeah. we believe is important for our faith, but also it's important to know how to to reach somebody who yeah. is a skeptic. Yeah. Because it's, it's another thing, That's you know, true. reaching somebody on the streets who just not who just cool on God. Right. Like that, that that gang member or that dude on the corner. But it's another thing to reach somebody who have a whole different framework about who God is, mm. about the mm. person of God. It's mm. like, how do we reach this Jehovah's Witness who right. believe that Jesus is Michael the Archangel? Yeah. How do we reach this Mormon who believe that Jesus and Lucifer are spiritual brothers? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do we uh, how do we reach this Muslim who believe that you know Jesus is merely a prophet? Yeah. You know how yeah. do we release this this Buddhist who believe that we are just energy? Yeah. Like how do how do how do we really uh, you know reach these people? Yeah. And how do we not allow what they believe to shake mm, mm. Um, and to destroy our foundation? Yeah. And I think if we if 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 we don't know how to defend it, 
I think uh, not only uh, does it prevent us from being an effective witness to them, yeah. but I think it it affects us. It can affect us yeah. and, our, and our faith. And, and, and um, yeah, so I think for those two reasons, I think it's important to know how to defend the faith. Yeah, as you're speaking, I'm thinking of people that have told me, I, I don't feel like I can defend my faith right now yeah. because I don't know the word as much as I ought to or I don't know enough. Uh, what would you say to somebody like that? For somebody that's like, you know, uh, I want to, I have a desire to, uh, but I just do. Would you say, hey, just go study, put it, put this on pause, and then once you're all caught up, come and defend the faith, or yeah, yeah you know what I mean? I would say two things. Yeah. I would say um, the first thing I would say is I, I do think that you that in every everybody should study. Everybody mm-hmm. should know. I mean, God is so big. Yeah. Like, no apologist, no smart man. Not mm-hmm. even Ravi Zacharias can know. The depth of God, yeah, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do think we, we we should study, but I also think that it's not about how much you know. Yeah, it's about what you do with what you do know. Ooh, that's good, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of times when we think about apologetics, we think we have to know a whole lot. Yeah. And I think that we try to become um, um, masses of so many, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, and we, we and we forget about just how do we perfect what we do know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I think I think that if we if we if we focus on who the person of Christ is, yeah, how do we obtain salvation? Yeah, what is the gospel? Yeah, and we study those three things. Yeah, I think that you can be able to defend the faith against anybody. Hmm. And now, when you do defend the faith, what I tell people all the time, you're going to it's it's, it's going to be times where you don't have an answer, hmm. and that's hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because what that ha- what happens is you're gonna have an answer the next time, right? Right. That's good, man. And yeah. I think I think I think hmm. uh, the the number one thing about apologetics is not about what you about studying, hmm. you know, outside of having a conversation. Yeah. The way the way I really learned is is through conversation. Wow. It's wow. not about necessarily having my face in the books. That's yeah. the aspect of yeah. it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, right now I'm reading the whole Mormon, the Book of Mormon. Wow. Right. Wow. But I learned the most by talking to Mormons. Hmm. Hmm. about like okay I don't have an answer for you right now yeah but next week I will yeah yeah right? and I think I think in, I think in, that's why I think engagement is so important yeah and I think that if we're afraid of rejection if we're afraid of being like looked at like we're stupid yeah I think that we will never learn yeah no right? that's uh, good. so I think engagement is key yeah that's awesome yeah there's two parts that I kind of want to get into the first part about studying um, in order to and the conversation aspect and then the studying aspect I know um, a lot of the times in churches, at least my background, my experiences, um, the studying is reserved for the pastor. Yeah. Um, knowing the word is reserved for the pastor or the leaders of the church, the deacons, what have you. Um, why do you think that is and why is that a problem? Um, a culture. Yeah. Not, not, not Bible. Yeah. It's not Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's culture. Yeah. And I think that... Um, yeah, I think I think naturally we as men we have this hierarchy mm. in our hearts yeah. that, that that tells us that this type of um, information is reserved for this particular group of people. Yeah, and we need to be sheep and we need to be you know listeners. And, yeah, um, and that's just not true. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that your pastor is a disciple. Mm, that's, that's like good. you. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying. That's good. Uh, he's and, a disciple before he's a pastor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I, and that's the reason why I love the Apostle Paul. Mm. Right. He had this this title, but he never said, 
I'm the Apostle Paul. He mm. always say, he always says I'm Paul an apostle an apostle mm. of God. Right? The apostle never really came before, That's right? That's he, his, he he was Paul. He like if if God called him away from being an apostle, he was still gonna be Paul. Yeah. He's still gonna be a disciple. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, I think I think that if we if we understand that God has called us to roles. Yeah. Uh, but those roles don't govern how much knowledge we take in. Yeah. And how much knowledge we should take in, yeah. that we should all be faithful into into exploring this, this beautiful God that we serve. Yeah. Um, and 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 yeah, pastor is just a, a role. And I think that sometimes in our churches we're taught that, oh, uh, uh, yeah, our pastor should know this and we should know that. It's yeah. like no, our pastor should know all of these things so we can know. Yeah. Right. Uh, That's good, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he yeah. can he can teach us and through wisdom and 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 to biblical knowledge and all of that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just think it's bad. It's, it's bad culture, culture. Yeah. Practices. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not Bible at all. I think sure. when, um, when the, the scripture that I talked about earlier, first Peter three fifteen, when it says make, uh, when it says always be prepared to make a defense for, to anyone who asks you for the reason yeah. for the hope. It wasn't just talking about pastors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was talking to Christians. <laughs> yeah. He was talking to all Christians. Yeah. yeah. So that's a command for, for all of us. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then the second aspect, the conversational aspect. Um, I know a lot of the misconceptions that I had growing up was, you know, don't have conversations, you know, don't have relationships with. Um, it's just share your faith. And if they deny it, keep it moving. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, the light doesn't mix with the dark, you know, <laughs> all that stuff we grew up on. Evil communication, disrupt good manner and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, why do you think communication and relationship is important when defending our faith? That's a really good question. I think uh, my grandmother used to always say something that that, that always stuck with me. Mm. She used to always say, "People don't care what you know until they know that mm. you care." Yeah, yeah. And it's so it's so true. Mm. I think that I think a lot of times, and especially with a, in apologetics, it can become very knowledge heavy, mm-hmm. and it can become let me prove you wrong. Yeah, let me prove. Yeah, you wrong. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that uh, when you come to somebody, and that's the reason why when I even when I do my bold TV episodes, where yeah. I don't show, because yeah. I just don't have the time to show it in the in the video. Yeah, it's me talking to them twenty five minutes about life, wow. and building a, some type of relationship or rapport. Yeah, and I also have relationships with a lot of people that I talk to much user channel outside of that. Right, mm. we continue a conversation. Mm. Um, because I think a, a lot of times uh, when we when we talk to people, um, they can they can they can become projects and not mm, and mm, not mm. and not people that we're truly trying to reach. Yeah, yeah. And I think if somebody know that you actually care about them, yeah. that you recognize that they're also made in the imago day, yeah. the image of God, yeah. I think they'd be more willing to to talk to you. And what I try to do is I let people I try to let people feel like they're talking to Preston and not just this Christian mm, who's just mm. a- asking them questions. Yeah. So I think it's impossible yeah. for us to effectively share the gospel with somebody because it's just if, if you don't get to know somebody, it's just merely a knowledge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Jesus didn't deal with people like that. Yeah. yeah. It was a very personal yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? He made himself. He he. He made himself known, yeah, right? And, yeah. he, uh, and he also let them know, like, you know, I, I, I want to know you mm. personally, intimately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because of that, I think a lot of people was willing to hear Jesus. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people are not willing to hear Christians hmm. because it's just merely just the book, the book, yeah. the book, the book. Yeah. Right? I've seen a lot of apologists when they're talking to people, 
little things that people might throw in. Hmm. It's like, okay, you, you're giving them truth, but you just ignore that they were raped. Right. And you just ignore wow. that, yeah. you know, that they're hurt. Yeah. He's atheist. Mm. You, you, you're, you're telling him what he needs to know about the script. Yeah. Right? But you ignore, you, under the, under, under, like, beneath this, he's, he's, he's angry with God. Yeah. Why, why are you not exploring that? Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. I think, Building that type of relationship is key when you're doing apologetics. Yeah. Because yeah. apologetics is not just about defending, but it's also about refuting. Hmm. But it's also about pleading. Mm. Right? Mm. And you can't plead with somebody if you don't know where they're, they're coming from. Wow. That's good. So. That's so good. Yeah. Man, even thinking about Jesus, um, <laughs> he didn't yeah. share who he was to his disciples and that he invited them into his life. Yeah. And for three years... And he they, didn't just share the good news. He ate with them. He walked with them. He laughed. And they them. were jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what do you say to Jesus? Yeah. People forget that the, the, before the, Jesus, you know, called the disciples to himself, they were some jacked up people. Yeah. You know, yeah. tax collectors. Mm-hmm. And and Peter was Peter was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Delusional. Right. <laughs> right? He was delusional. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul persecuted Christians. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, when people say that, it's just like, no, nah, you really have to look at the life of Jesus. For sure. He completely debunks that, yeah. that logic. Yeah. You know? That's good, man. That's good. Um, so why do you think people stray away from sharing their faith? Uh, because I think people feel like they have to know everything. Gotcha. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And don't really understand that the people that you talk to is the is the real teachers. Yeah. 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 Um, like you don't really have to know everything. I think that you just have to be good. Yeah. Uh, and be firm in what you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's not about the amount of knowledge. It's yeah. about it's about what you do with the knowledge that you have yeah. and how faithful you are with it. Yeah. And yeah. if you're passionate about it, mm. you know, um, you you keep exploring, exploring, and God will continue to reveal mm. more things. To, one particular thing it doesn't yeah. need to be a whole lot of things. Yeah. Um, and then and then as time grows, you just learn more and more. Mm. And I think a lot of times people feel like I'm not prepared. Yeah. I don't know enough. Yeah. Or a lot of times people are like I, I, I'm going to look stupid mm. or whatever. Mm. Um, and it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I, I feel like if you if you truly love people and you truly yeah. want to see people know. Uh, and come to know the, the the Lord Jesus Christ. I think you will realize that it, you know you sharing the gospel with them is worth your embarrassment. Yeah, right? that's good. It's, that's it's good. worth it. Yeah. And, um, I think I think that we have mm. we just have to get past what we don't know. Yeah. And be faithful with what we do know. Yeah. Yeah. And allow allow the people that we talk to to teach us. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I learned so much um, with talking to people, and I didn't who I didn't have an answer to. Yeah. I yeah. learned I learned so much. Yeah. Do you, do you think along the line along those lines, it's kind of rooted in pride that we're not really inviting people to know God, but really show people what we do know? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that's why every apologist has to have a heart check consistently. Mm, mm, yeah. Consistently. Jesus was the greatest apologist. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, Jesus. The reason why is because Jesus knew everything. Mm-hmm. But he still asked great questions. Yeah, yeah. And he still and he still loved people in the way he did apologetics. Yeah. And what I what I want to show people is that apologetics is not about it's 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 not a head thing. It's yeah. not a intell- it's not merely an intellectual thing. Mm. It is first a heart issue. Mm, mm, mm. It is a heart thing. Yeah. Right. And if we don't check our hearts, we'll never see that it's a heart issue with that Mormon or that Jehovah's Witness or that Muslim. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see his knowledge yeah. and we'll say, let me let, let my knowledge challenge his knowledge. Yeah. Not yeah. not allow 
what I know to impact his heart. Yeah. And I think that's what Jesus did. Jesus yeah. knew everything. Yeah. But he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't come to have an intellectual debate. Yeah. He came to, he came straight for the hearts yeah. of, of people. Yeah. Right? He yeah. asked a good question. Even when he walked up to the, to the Samaritan woman, mm-hmm. he says, you know, like, where's your husband? Yeah. He knew the question yeah. to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, he knew, it's like, you got five, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but he wanted to reveal her heart. Yeah, that's good, man. That's you know what I'm good. saying? And yeah. I think that's what true apologetics does. That's good. They that's ask good. good questions, wow. not 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 mm. to prove somebody wrong, mm. but to reveal someone's mm. heart. And be like, you know what? I don't know God. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. I don't I don't want to just prove people wrong for the sake wow. of proving. I want people to, to walk away like, yo, like he asking questions that I have to explore. Wow. Wow. That's all I want to do. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I kind of saw that a little bit in the last one that you posted with the Mormon. Yeah. I mean, at the end, he's a little. He's mad. He was mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how you just stopped and you're just like, yo, I care about you. Yeah. You know? And I, yeah. I care about truth. And that was important for, uh, like, even for the youth group to see that it wasn't just you showing him this is the way, the truth, and the life. But, hey, like, I actually, I care about you. I yeah. care I care about you more than I care about this conversation and yeah. who's right or who's wrong. And even the approach you took was, you know, I'm seeking truth. So if I'm missing something, let me know. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, I, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I, I do that with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't come as a person like, you know, I believe that I have the truth. Yeah. I don't believe they have the truth. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to give them a fair opportunity hmm. to, to reveal what they believe is true. Yeah. And let's explore it. Yeah. Because I think, I think that's, that's, that's what... First Peter three fifteen tells us yeah. it tells us to have confidence in what we believe, yeah. and because I have so much confidence in yeah. what I believe, I'm very fine with you laying out what you believe. <laughs> yeah, and good. let's let's compare these things that's and let's good. discuss these things. Yeah, and I think I think it's fair to them, and I think it I think it gives them dignity mm, and respect. And wow, I think that's very wow, important. Yeah, you know, but I also think that we have to act we have to ask ourselves like you can answer a lot of the hard questions that yeah. are presenting to to you. Um, so I think that's what happened with the Mormon. It was like, okay, we both land what we believe in. Yeah. I'm answering all your questions. <laughs> you ain't answering, answering none my, of my yeah. questions. <laughs> and I think that's why he was a little frustrated. But I, I like that dude. We actually yeah. still text. That's awesome. And talk, so. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Dom, just uh, one more in regards to that. Do you feel like maybe we don't defend the faith or share the faith because we're insecure about not just what we don't know, but even what we do know? What do you mean? Um, so... For us to defend our faith, it opens us up to have people um, oppose what we believe. And so if we haven't wrestled with what we know to be true Mm. already, and if we don't have a deep understanding of the very thing we're trying to invite them into, um, it would be discouraging to ask them to believe what we believe. And we don't all the way believe it yet ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Or we're shaky about it. Yeah, exactly. So do you think that has a part to play a little bit? And even why we don't share our faith is... It's not just what we don't know. It's the things that we do know we're wrestling with and fi- figuring out for ourselves. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. I, I think that, um, I think in the past, I've, I've struggled with that. Mm. I've struggled with, um, man, I, I don't know this. I, I, I know this to be true, but sometimes I question. Yeah. Sometimes I question. And um, I think that's when our long time with God really comes, comes yeah. in, into play. Yeah. Because... After everything that we, after all the, the knowledge that we have obtained, we have to understand that salvation and belief in God is a gift. Mm, mm, it's mm, still a gift. Wow. Yeah, that's good, man. Right? Yeah. Because I can study all I want to study. Yeah. 
But if God doesn't consistently grant me with the gift of faith, yeah. I'm not going to believe. Right, right. And this is the reason why so many scientists hmm. can, or or historians can study about God, and you know, and never believe in Him hmm. because they haven't been granted the gift of faith. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the reason why Richard Dawkins, the most famous atheist in the world, can 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 know all of these things about God. And not believe in him, mm-hmm. and I think that's when we we have to. That's when we. I think that's that's when we're reminded as apologists or just people who are studies of the word. Period. Yeah. That it's not this 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 intellectual thing. Yeah. It's a personal yeah. relationship with yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's like yeah. when when even when when all I know is in question, it is mm-hmm. not this. It is this. Yeah, man. That's I'm good. still somebody who's affected by That's this good. by this thing called the fall and yeah. sin. Yeah. And even after all I know, yeah. I still question. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because uh, I'm struggling with this gift that God has, has granted me. Yeah. So that's when I go back and I say, God, help me to believe all the things that I that I've studied. Yeah. And I have to consistently do that. That's you know. Good. Um, I think that's I think that's the truth for every Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, what what is it? I mean, you know, I know you alluded to earlier that you know you're by nature a little bit bold yeah. already. But what does it look like to be bold in our faith? I think of Paul, and Paul is defending the faith in boldness, without apology, and he's paying the consequences for it. Yet when he writes to the church, he asks, "Pray that I may be bold." And I remember reading that and being like. Bro, being bold is what got you in this position. You know, yeah. why are you asking for more boldness? You know, um, what is what is boldness to you? What does it look like to be bold in defending our faith? Um, and how do you even be bold in seasons where intellectually or mentally you, you're wrestling to even believe that this is true? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 good. What you just said about how Paul prayed for boldness, because mm. I think boldness uh, it can look like. Uh, foolish bravery mm, real wow. easily yeah I think wow. when you look at when you look at Paul it was a, it was a it was a dependency on God mm. consistently mm-hmm. uh, I think about the second time Paul was in, in prison in Rome and he was writing to Timothy when he was in Ephesus mm-hmm. and he um, he says um, he says something very powerful he says I'm, I'm, I'm in jail I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in prison bound in chains he says but the word of God is not bound yeah the word of God is not in chains. Yeah. He goes on to say, therefore I endure everything mm. for the sake of the mm. elect mm. that they might obtain salvation with eternal glory. Yeah. And I, I thought about I thought about so much boldness in his statement. Yeah. And and the reason why he was so bold because it wasn't it he, he didn't have a dependency on who he was naturally yeah. for God. His his dependency was on the fact that God was going to do a work with him wow, wow. In, in this jail. But you have this foolish bravery that looked like boldness. <laughs> yeah. Like when Peter chopped off that dude's ear, yeah, yeah. the guard ear in yeah. the Garden of Gethsemane. It's like, no, you're not bold. You're just kind of a <laughs> irrational fool, Peter. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes yeah, we can. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I have a little bit of both. Hmm. I was wow. ignorant when I was in the world. Wow. I was bold. I was the type of person, you know, in my school when my friends want to fight somebody, I would swing on them first. <laughs> yeah. I was that type of person. It's like, oh, you're so bold. Yeah. And I, I, I was prophesied to me one time, like, God is going to use that, uh, you know? Uh, but then when I, I, when, I, when I came to the, I was never scared in the world. Mm. But when I came to the faith, mm. it, it was moments where I was, shared to, I was scared to share the gospel. Mm. And I was like, okay, why, why am I truly bold in this? Mm. And God revealed to me, he was like, because 
This is different. This mm. is a spiritual war. Wow, that's good, man. In a spiritual war, you need more than just this natural bravery. Wow. You need supernatural wow. boldness and strength. Wow. So I think to, to be bold in the Lord, it, it is a it is a dependency that you have to have mm. uh, in, in God to fight against this war of, of, of you know, um, spiritual wickedness yeah. in high places. I think, um, yeah, I think... I think that you need God's help to be bold. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope I do a good job of relaying that. I, I tell yeah. people all the time, like, I don't want people to think that I'm just this bold guy. Hmm. Like, it's the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's um, good. Yeah. How do you, um, in your dependence, you know, not lose sight of that? Because, like, I know um, if I'm giving a sermon, I'm like, before I go up there, I'm like, God, I really need you. And mm-hmm. I, I got nothing to offer. And Lord, just help me communicate your truth. And then, um, you know, he shows up. And I know he shows up. And you see the Lord's word working in his people. And you start seeing that a little bit more. And you start thinking, I I got this. You know, I've seen how it's played out. Um, It went well for me the last couple of times. Um, And then you just start losing your dependence on God and then God will always do something to show you you really had nothing to do with it to begin with yeah um but how do you like stay consistent in your dependence on God for boldness because it's so easy to see results and think you had something to do with it yeah yeah I I think I think what what you just said I think um because God is is such a a loving God yeah um he chastises those he Mm -hmm. loves I think a lot of that chastising is okay let me remind him that it's 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 me (laughs) Yeah, because I think that God gives us gifts, and then yeah. He gives us the power to operate these gifts. Yeah, and I think because we're the one doing the the gift, it's real easy to lose sight of the gift giver. Mm. Right? It's mm. real easy to say, "Oh, I'm killing this." Yeah, and I think that naturally I've been gifted with the gift of commu- communication. Yeah. Me and my wife, we are, we we just got us in His wisdom and His love. He just made us communicators. Yeah, so it's real easy to be like, "Yo, I'm, I I know how to talk to people. Yeah, I know how to read people. I have good yeah. discernment." And then this, this, those questions I get sometimes. It's like, okay, I don't know what to do with this. Like yeah. this last conversation I had on the streets, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to release it in a couple of weeks on Bo TV. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it, I was talking to this one girl who, um, she's basically, she basically believes in energy. Mm. And like, we are the earth and I don't mm. believe in God and God doesn't exist or whatever. Mm. And it was just like, a, oh, okay, I can deal with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I study this stuff or whatever. Yeah. Uh, let me, you know. And then she was just like, okay, I, I asked her some questions she couldn't answer, and I explained some things. And she was like, okay, why did God let me get raped? Mm. And at that moment, I was wow. like, okay, I need you to help me, God. Wow. Yeah. And then she just, she, I just, all this anger started coming out, wow. like about how she got raped and how God wasn't there, huh. and she waited for God. Why didn't God? Why didn't God come? Wow. Um, then she started asking me, "Was God was God sovereign in uh, mm. in what happened to me? Mm. Was He all knowing? Mm. Yada yada yada." And I know the answers to this, but I'm dealing with a person who's yeah. asking me personal questions, yeah. and only God knows how to deal with somebody's yeah. heart like that. So yeah. I'm like, "Okay, God, help me." Yeah. This is when knowledge mm. and what you know goes out the window. It goes out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it completely goes out the window. It's yeah. like, okay, what do I do with this guy? Yeah. So I have to explain to her that God, because he's all-knowing, there's no evil in this world that's purposeless. Mm-hmm. He has a purpose for everything. Wow. Yeah. And I had to explain that to him. After I explained it to him, I was like, God, you helped me. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. 
that was impressive. Yeah. You helped. You helped yeah. me. Yeah. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think God just oh, he, he does that a lot. Yeah. He does that a whole lot. So yeah, God has a funny way of showing us that it's him and not mm. us. Mm. That's so good. Yeah. Um, one more question. Uh what what would be your encouragement um to those watching this and um don't share their faith. Yeah. Don't make disciples. Are struggling to be bold about even showing people that they are followers of Jesus, let alone defending Jesus. Um, what would you be? What would your advice be to um, those individuals? And how would you, how would you tell them that this is what God has called us to, and this is what's best for us, um, and this is God's will for us ultimately, and it's for His glory and for our good. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will warn them of a, hmm. of a, of a in a very loving way of mm. a very uh, hard truth that, that Jesus says when he, he says that um, if, if we're ashamed of him before men, mm. he will be ashamed of us before his father. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, God takes it personal when he, he, he created us mm. and we're, we're, we're ashamed of him in any type of way. Right. Um, but sometimes it, it might not be shame. It might just be fear. Mm hmm. And I, what I what I will mm. share what I will share with them is that um, mm. that in some way, shape, or form, you you've you've probably depended on yourself, mm. um, and and not depending on the God who created you. Yeah. Like if you truly belong to God, if yeah. you truly belong to Christ, we have to know that God, when He saved us, He just didn't save us and get and gave us the ability to to not sin, but He also gave us the ability to represent Him and mm. the giftings that He's given us. That's good man. And that he will give us the strength. Yeah. That he will give us the power. That yeah. he will give us the endurance. That he will give us the patience. Yeah. That he will give us the knowledge. Yeah. He will give us the wisdom. Right. Yeah. Um. To to engage with other people, yeah. we have to we, we have to depend on him. Yeah. And I think that if we if if I, I think a lot of times, um, when it comes to sharing our faith, um, the the Christian who doesn't, uh, share their faith, they don't do so because they're so focused on self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. so and, and and they rarely look up. Yeah, right? wow, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, if you like, the gospel is not about looking in the mirror. It's good, man. The gospel is like looking towards the hills which come with your help. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we don't look to God, we'll never know the, the the beautiful possibilities that He can, what He can do with us, and and, and do with us, and, and through us in our lives. Yeah, yeah. I think God is calling us to not look to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the gospel is about the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's good, man. And we have to look to Christ. Yeah. And we have to lean on him. We have to trust him. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my... That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, man. Well, this was amazing. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Good questions, man. Yeah, great answers. Yeah, man. Um, I wanna just, I'm sorry. I just want to encourage you, man. You're yeah. a young, young, young leader. Just encourage mm. you guys. I appreciate the work you guys are doing out in Minnesota, man. Mm. Stay encouraged. Yeah. Fight the good fight of faith, man. Yeah, and keep doing y'all thing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Keep us keep us in your prayers. Yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Well, I hope to have you another time on here. Yeah, um, man. We'll make something work sometime. But uh, yeah, thank you for your time. And uh, excited to see another video Vol yeah. TV, on Vault TV. They coming soon. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We're waiting. We're itching. We're like, <laughs> when's the next one coming? <laughs> so Thanks, man. But yeah, so... Uh, and for our listeners, hope you enjoyed um, the conversation. Hope you learned a thing or two. Um, please don't hesitate. If you have any questions, reach out to me. I uh, would we'll love to walk this thing out with you. You're not alone. 
Um, and so I'm, I, I wasn't asking questions for y'all. I was really asking questions for me. Uh, we're all in this together. We're all fighting to make Jesus famous and to follow him in the way he's called us to follow him. And so, um, yeah, be encouraged that God is with us and he will help us. Um, he never calls us to anything he hasn't empowered us to. Mm. And so um, be encouraged. And so until next time, family, peace and love.